0: Hi, cuties. Welcome back to the Royal Diaries. I am Ginger Nichelle, your host for this podcast, where we talk all things fashion, fashion entrepreneurship, and just that glam life of fashion that you're trying to be a part of and just giving you some cool and candid talk (laughs) just in case you want to be a designer or have your own brand. This is where you tune in to get all my tips and tricks. (laughs) Today's topic is going to be about if you should hire a manufacturer or if you should produce garments on your own. So this one is a little bit An extension on another podcast uh, episode that I did that was about when you are ready to hire people. Uh, This one is just a little bit more geared towards you doing your own work uh, versus hiring a manufacturer. So for the first step, I want you to ask yourself do you like to be in control of the entire process (laughs) or do you only like certain parts of the process? That will help you decide whether you should do the entire process of making the garments yourself or making all the items yourself and controlling that. Or if you are willing to let a few things be controlled by a, either a small manufacturer or maybe you hire a sample maker to make your items for you. If you know how to complete every step you are definitely going to be saving money because you will not have to pay anybody but yourself. However, as I mentioned before, this can lead to burnout, this can lead to Perhaps you not creating the newest designs that you can do. Um, you are only working on orders, so you can't create new products. So it can be an issue and you might be at that point where it's time to branch out and hire. If you're not in that position quite yet, then you will make out cheaper just creating garments, and creating items yourself. Another thing to consider is if you can't do every step that well, then you might want to uh, hire someone to do that step. For example, you might be great at patterns. You might be great at cutting, might be great at sewing, but when it comes to maybe grading patterns or maybe getting the fit correct on maybe strapless garments. Maybe you aren't as good doing that. So then maybe you want to, or you should hire somebody to do those things for you. So you don't have to worry about getting your items graded and graded perfectly. Um, Maybe you are the type that make a lot of pattern pieces. So every time you do a garment, you have 20 pieces, and you hate that you have to grade all of them if you make all your pieces by hand. So maybe you don't want to do that. Or maybe you're good at grading by hand, but not so much on the computer, or you don't have a computer program, but a computer program would be easier for manufacturer that you're using, or maybe just make your process easier. There can be a multitude of reasons that you can't do a certain step. So whatever that is, you maybe you just hire somebody to do that step. Um, and then the rest of the steps you do yourself just to save some money. But also keep in mind, there is going to be a few things that you cannot do, but you can still budget it so it works properly with your business. Another thing to keep in mind is that everything that you create should be professionally finished and made, so no raw edges, loose threads, roping hems, which means that it's twisting, things like that. Everything should be really professionally handled, professionally made, so that you are not sitting there trying to... Sell something that you wouldn't buy yourself. Now, there is going to be some flaws, in a sense, for anything that's handmade in general. But it should be very minimal. You know, you shouldn't be able to see it. A customer wouldn't be able to see it. If you're in doubt, ask somebody, you know, as a friend, family member, etc. Hey, do you notice anything wrong with this garment? Just to see... If there's any changes there. So just make sure that you are finishing everything the most professional way possible. And if you can't, then that might be a reason why you need to hire somebody who is an expert in their field. Uh, And definitely don't take their word for it. (laughs) You know, see previous work, have them make you a sample first even if you have them do just a muslin sample or something out of maybe some cheaper fabric that's similar to the one that is going to be the final fabric. Have them do that just to make sure that it is made properly because you don't want to hire somebody to make your, let's say, your whole collection or a set of garments for you and then none of them come out good at all. The lengths of the skirt is short in the front, long in the back, the hem is all roping, things aren't sewn straight, things aren't finished the way you wanted. You really have to stay on top of the manufacturer or whoever is sewing for you or patterning for you or whatever part of the process they are doing. You still have to stay on top of it, even if they are an expert in their field, at least until you get to the point where you trust them Ah, uh, you trust their work, you know their work. so you don't you can not be as on top of them. But in the beginning, you definitely are going to have to. And with that being said, most manufacturers won't follow exactly what you need done a hundred percent. There are so many variables that go into it. It's best to do a tech pack. If you are dealing with a manufacturer, you're dealing one-on-one typically you can explain everything you don't need a tech pack but even a tech pack would be great or at least a pattern card with sewing instructions and pieces but if you are dealing with a manufacturer that's making several pieces and a size run and things like that you definitely want to use a tech pack which I will make a separate video about tech packs and what goes into those but it's basically the entire blueprint of the garment. So it has pattern information, sewing information, a sketch of the garment, measurements, fabric swatches, literally everything that the garment is and will be, but on a piece of paper (laughs) or a packet. Sometimes they're made in an Excel document or Google Sheet, what have you, or you will have actual programs that are dedicated to just making tech packs but if you are balling on a budget you can definitely use a google sheet and create a tech pack and print it out and give it to the manufacturer you definitely want to do it to keep them accountable because if they do have a sample a pattern if you made the pattern or you have the pattern made by someone else and they have the tech pack so even if they have at least the sample in the tech pack you can hold them accountable for that and it should match that. Now there's going to be some different tolerances, which I will get into when I do a separate podcast about tech packs, but there are some, you know, leeway in between, like the, it could be a quarter off and still with intolerance or an eighth off and still with intolerance. But if it's something where, you know, your size small is not your size extra small, typically you can ask for a discount or have them to remake it because they did not follow your specs that you gave them. If this is all too overwhelming, you might want to also consider doing wholesale first. There are plenty of vendors out there, especially now you know, you probably see on Facebook or Instagram all the time, the buy this vendor list and you have all these vendors to make clothing, sell clothing, et cetera, et cetera. Vendors are everywhere. You can have vendors make your garments custom. Sometimes they can change the fabric, can change some of the design elements. you know, make a short sleeve long, et cetera, et cetera. But uh, you definitely want to consider If you want to do wholesale, because wholesale, you won't have as many choices as, you know, designing a garment, you give someone fabric and uh, a sketch and they make the garment. This is very, this is different. So be aware of that. But if you are just trying to start trying to feel out how to sell garments, sizing, fulfilling orders, those types of things, you might want to start with just doing wholesale, getting your feet wet a little bit, getting your business established. And then from there, moving on to doing custom and exclusive designs from you. Because one of the downsides of doing wholesale is somebody else could have that exact same design. All the stock photos are typically the same unless you get the garments and reshoot it. You can pretty much tell when, someone's using a vendor versus someone is making garments themselves, it's a very stock photo looking <laughs> photo. So you you can tell, you'll or you'll start to notice once you really look at them. A place where you can go to look for vendors is Fashion Go. Um, they have a bunch of vendors that sell wholesale. You will just need a uh, seller's permit or wholesale license to purchase off the website, which is free. So. You can just look that up um, based on your state. Um, In California, it's free at least. So I'm pretty sure it's free everywhere else. But you can just look up for your state seller's permit and that's where you can get that. Something else to consider with using a manufacturer is that most of them will have an MOQ. And the MOQ will be still pretty high even if you are a you know, young brand. So an MLQ is the minimum order quantity. Basically, it is how many units you need to order before uh, they will give you a good price. A lot of them, it's 50. So even if you have your garments, let's say you have five sizes, you will have to order 10 units of each size just for them to work with you. So that is kind of a downside with manufacturers. Small manufacturers, their MOQ, their smallest is typically 50 per. Same garment, same fabric, um, same silhouette, different sizes. That's just how they work. You might be able to find some that, you know, maybe do 25. It really depends. You'll have to do your research within your own city But the other option to do is to hire one person, because maybe you only want to order, you know, I mean, two units per size of, and you have five sizes, and you want to only order two per, just to test it out, just so you have some, because you don't know which is going to be the size that most people buy from you. You can hire just one person that would be cheaper. So then you don't have to hold on to so much merchandise and have it sitting. You can have less merchandise or you can do something where you work out where it's whenever you get an order, you have somebody make it. And, you know, that's the way you do it. So it really depends on your process, the process that will work better for you, what works better for your budget, but there are ways around it. So that's why it's really good to sit down and think through all of these ideas, think through all of these things, make a list, write down, you know, the pros of cons of each. So then, you know, if you need to have a manufacturer or to maybe make things yourself or maybe hiring someone to do a different part in the chain. Doing everything yourself is the most cost-effective way because you only have to worry about paying yourself, but this can lead to burnout. This can lead to you not being able to do everything that you would like to do. Perhaps you are working so much on orders that you can't make any new garments or any new product, or you are work trying to work on new product, but also um, work on new orders as well. That just gets pretty difficult. I speak from experience. It gets pretty difficult to do. And even for me personally, I want to speed up my processing time. I would like my processing time to be three to five days. So, with that in mind, I am considering hiring a sewer a possibly, and a grader, probably still be doing the first pattern making and sample making. But um, at the time of this recording, I am going to be definitely looking for a sewer and grader so that I can get more product out and not be having to work on getting so many orders out and then not being able to get any product out. (laughs) I hope you found this podcast very informative and helpful like I said, really sit down, write down the good and the bad of both. Make sure that you have everything in writing, contracts, legalities, all of those things. Make sure you have it written down, signed, dated, all of those things. If you have to record it with your phone saying they're going to do X, Y, and Z, record that, record them, things of that nature. Um, All those things can be used if Hopefully, you don't end up in court about it, but all those things can be used. So, a contract will definitely help. You know, if dealing with manufacturers, find out their payment system. Are they going to charge you everything up front? Are you going to pay partial in the beginning, pay a deposit, then pay along the way, depending on how production comes out? It really depends on what the manufacturing rules are or what deals you can make with them. So, Keep that in mind as well. If you are hiring someone, make sure you have all the legal things that you need for your state, for IRS collections, and things like that. If you are hiring someone, and you know, make sure you both are on the same page because you don't want to burn any bridges, um, you don't want to you know, isolate or anything or anybody just because that deal went through because this business is very, um, it's big, but it's also small. Everybody kind of knows everybody, um, or heard of somebody. So you definitely want to keep in good graces with, um, most people. I mean, obviously if they treat you terrible, don't become a doormat, (laughs) um, but that's all that I have for now. Be sure to share this podcast with anyone that may be looking to have their own business. They're thinking about maybe hiring a manufacturer and they just need to hear some things that they might have to do when hiring a manufacturer for their product or hiring someone to work for them to create their product. Just make sure you are doing things properly. You don't want to get into any disputes or any legal trouble um, because you did not seek legal advice prior to. So keep that in mind. Definitely share this podcast. Check out my website, lroyaltyclothing.com, where you can see um, what Barbie uh, would wear in her closet and when she's trying to be cute and unique. (laughs) And be sure to check out my other episodes of my podcast, The Royal Diaries. I talk all things fashion, all things fashion entrepreneurship, and just give you all the candid talk about what the fashion industry truly is. So if you are a young entrepreneur, if you are a business owner, if you are someone who is thinking about having your own brand, be sure to check out my podcast, check out my YouTube channel as well which is the sister to this podcast show. Thank you once again, everyone, for listening. I want you to remember to stay cute and stay unique. (laughs) And I will see you next time. Bye.